Explore presents a reading from Strangers Like Angels with a devil or two to boot by Alec and Jan Foreman. Chapter 42 Catching Up 25th of January to the 8th of February 1978 Iran Ukan, Iran 8th of February 1978 Dear Mum, Dad, Margaret, Tony and Janet Well, here we are back in Iran. Hope you received the letter that we sent from Lahore. Can you believe it's one year since we left England? We're often thinking of all our friends and family at home and overseas. Jan's last count of how many postcards we've sent since being away is 150, and that excludes all those we've sent to you and her folks. Thanks for your letter, which we collected in Esfahan, also had letters from Jan's parents and Nigel and Helen in Vienna. Pity we didn't get your Christmas card and letter in Kathmandu. Mum, I thought I remembered you saying that you didn't want to be secretary for the local branch of the Women's Institute again. You're easily persuaded, and you love it, really. How are the birds in the aviary coping with the winter this year, Dad? Give our congratulations to Cliff and Monica on their new baby girl. My old school buddy was a godsend. Do you remember, just before we left your place, when the Land Rover had a serious oil leak from the crankshaft and Cliff replaced the seal? What a major job that was. He saved the day. Talking of babies, Nigel and Helen in Vienna wrote and told us great news. They're expecting their third child. They also warned us to stay away from any contact with the children of God. It's a cult. Apparently the leader of the organisation, David Brandt Berg, alias Moses David, encourages all sorts of sexual practices to promote his take on Christianity. He communicates to his followers with those Mo letters we've been collecting since Kathmandu. It's scary to think how easily we could have been sucked in and how many young people are. Needless to say, we made a fire and burned the mow letters. You say you have wintry weather. Well, it's none too warm for us now. Every morning for the last ten days, we've woken to find Jack Frost has been painting on the windows and all the metalwork inside the Land Rover sparkles. But we've never been cold at night with our duvet and blanket. From the Pakistan-Iran border to Zardan, Bam, Kerman, Yatst and Esfahan, we've driven along paved roads through endless desert, often gravel plains with a few dry, brittle shrubs here and there. At Esfahan, an interesting and pleasant town, we stayed at a smart campsite. It had the luxury of hot showers. We took care of all the necessary maintenance and chores and afterwards had a restful day or two there. 
Jan took the opportunity to repair my pyjamas. Petrol here is only 26 pence a gallon. We're able to fill up our fuel tanks for a song. This oil-rich country shows off its wealth in its smart modern town buildings, smooth tarmac roads with the benefit of actual pavements and even ornamental roundabouts. There are many privately owned cars and trucks and fewer men loaf about on street corners with nothing to do. We've visited a number of historical sites here and have seen many Iranian tourists taking pictures of one another on their day out. This is unusual to see locals with cameras and gives a sense of Western influence and modernity with personally organised leisure time in contrast to the unrelenting working lifestyle of the nomadic and farming communities we saw in Asia. The other day we visited the remains of Persepolis. Seven years before, it was the 2500th anniversary of the Persian Empire, so the wide road that led to the site was flanked with the still-standing flagpoles and streetlights, which seemed totally out of place in the remote desert location. A campsite of Middle Eastern-style tents remained in the grounds. Apparently leaders of foreign states had been accommodated there during the celebration. According to our tourist leaflet, Darius I founded Persepolis in 518 BC. It was primarily built as a spectacular showcase centre for the receptions and festivals of the Archimedid Persian dynasty. Unfortunately, my namesake, Alexander the Great, came along in 330 BC and set fire to Persepolis. What remains of the original edifice is the best we have seen for grandeur. Stories were told through carved stone figures of warriors, citizens, animals and transport of the day on the walls along the stately stairways. There were huge columns and the ruins of what must have been magnificent buildings, breathtaking workmanship. It's hard to imagine how it was built, with what ingenuity of engineering skills and of painstaking detailed sculpting, and the sheer hard labour of many, many people. On to Shiraz, where we visited two mosques with dazzling interiors of mirror work and stained glass windows that threw a rainbow of colours onto the mirrors, west to Kazaran, through the hills of Behahan, past the oil and gas fields, across miles and miles of flat terrain. Jumbo orange flames burned off the gas in the distance and plumes of black smoke rose high into the sky. Along the road going east came lorry after lorry, all transporting giant metal pipes. We must have seen miles of pipeline going past. Next we came to the hectic industrial town of Harvaz, where the teeming traffic was chaotic, so we were glad to leave after changing money at the bank. At Shush, previously known as Susa, we saw the ruins of the palace mentioned in the biblical book of Esther. We also visited the shrine of the prophet Daniel, where his green marble tomb was housed in a mirror-embellished room. 
Before entering, we removed our shoes and Jan was given a cloth to cover her hair. There were many pilgrims crowding in who threw thousands of rials within the framework around the tomb, which they kissed and caressed. On our journey today, we stopped at a transport cafe for lunch. In pleasant, clean surroundings, we were served a delicious meal of beef kebab on a plate of white rice with a big dollop of creamy butter, a scoop of thick yogurt and a sprinkle of mild spices. Enjoyed with the japati and fine-tasting black tea, it was a memorable meal. We planned to be back in England around the 1st of April after visiting friends. We have an invitation to spend several days with Nigel and Helen in Vienna. Then my mate Bob from Army Days insists we spend Easter with him and his now fiance Sabine near Frankfurt. You should send your next letters to Post Restant Izmir, Turkey by the 12th of February. Or as soon as you receive this letter. See you all soon. Love, Alec and Jan. Total distance driven, 35,255 miles. You've been listening to a reading from Strangers Like Angels with a devil or two to boot by Alec and Jan Foreman, presented by Explore More. Explore More is an adventure lifestyle brand founded on the 1977 travel stories of Alec and Jan Foreman, with a passion to inspire people to explore more of the world, engage with others and embrace global cultures, to ensure a greater understanding for each other and enable positive progression. Discover great products and more on exploremore.com. That's E-X-P-L-M-O-R-E dot com.